And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you as a courtesy from our Patreon supporters. They support the show so you don't have to listen to commercials other than maybe some of that amazing um, that amazing travel agent. What was his name? Uh, Justin, over and away with me travel. Of course, of course we need to talk about him a little bit. But other than that, you're not getting any commercials, guys. And that's because of those guys. Now listen, I might be a little biased here, but when I say that they support the show, they also get free content and a lot of shenanigans happens over on the Patreon side. And when I say, eh, we have some fun, Guys, I mean, we have a lot of fun, so maybe consider joining them. If not, let's give them at least a round of applause and say thank you for a commercial-free, amazing show. Round one was over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engine! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Show it's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and man, am I excited to be here today with you guys, but not just you guys. I'm also here with two of my brothers, one to the north, one to the south, one looking cold, one looking warm. I'm going to start with the guy who's looking a little chilly uh, out in the garage. Mr. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. I have the uh, heater going today. It's a little on the chilly side. We're getting to that crisp winter. You know, Thanksgiving is going to be here soon. So uh, I'm excited to be here tonight, and I'm more excited that uh, I'm not completely freezing yet. So I got a couple more weeks of this, you know, somewhat uh, mild temperatures before I completely freeze myself. Yeah, we were just talking about the differences. I had to turn my air conditioner off so it wasn't blaring into the microphone while you had to turn the heater on. So it's uh, two very different existences right at the moment, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy to the south, dude, you were in the parks yesterday and, uh, I love that you took a quick evening to go stroll around Epcot. Mr. Joe, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, brother. Yeah, it was a quick, uh, the annual passes were, uh, expired and my wife and I looked at each other. We're like, let's go down and grab some dinner and get our passes activated. So get a little Il Molino at the Swan, uh, got our passes activated at Epcot, did about a two hour walk around the promenade, a little chilly night, but, uh, it was a lot of fun. And I uh, just wanted to say also, it was also a wine and dine half marathon weekend. So congratulations to all of our DDP family who ran the wine and dine half marathon weekend. And also I thought about you, Mike, this weekend, everybody who ran the TCS New York city marathon as well this weekend, lots of races going on. So congratulations to everybody in our DDP family who ran races this weekend. It's a lot of fun. Good job. Speaking of run Disney too, the return of, you know, to run Disney for a lot of our, uh, ddp running family if you haven't joined that page go over and do that right now the ddp sorcerers running page um man the weather couldn't have been worse to me to be honest i mean it was just we got that cold front that came through did you all get it down there because here we had a saturday that was just going to be full to the brim of activities we were supposed to travel for soccer we had uh two birthday parties to go to and not to say that I was extremely happy when everything got canceled uh, and we were able to uh, have a family day, but I was extremely happy that everything got canceled and we had a family day. But a lot of the DDP family, man, they pushed through and I saw the pictures and they rocked it out. Uh, how was it? Was it as bad down there as it was here? 
It was not good. I mean, it was very windy. I know I drove up from South Florida on Friday, saw my family down there for a few days, and it was just brutal driving up from Palm Beach County. But uh, it was real windy. The rain just never stopped. I discovered I have a leak in my roof as well. So I can't imagine mm. being outside. Uh, you know, everybody goes down there for vacation, wants to have a good time down in, in Orlando running the races, and it just looked absolutely miserable and cold and rainy. But I think this morning for the half, it looked like it was decent weather. So I think uh, at least that was better for them running the longer distance. Nice. Um, I have a quick question, guys. I know Mike's opinion, but Joe, I want to get yours. I work on a Disney clock. Everything I do is on a Disney clock. And what I mean by this is when Halloween goes up, our Halloween decorations go up. When Christmas goes up, our Christmas decorations go up. So our Christmas decorations inside are already up. Our trees are up. Uh, I'm trying to keep the cat out of the tree, which if anyone has any advice on that, please, please help me. Uh, right now, I just have a spray bottle and screaming at the top of my lungs like a lunatic. Uh, do you think it's too early, Joe, for people to put out Christmas? I think I believe so. I'm a little old school. I know they do it for the parks and Disney because vacations, I get it. But to me, like I'm already hearing Christmas music down here in Daytona, so it's it's too early man you gotta at least wait till like at least till thanksgiving i mean uh, but you know you do you you do what you gotta do but to me it's a little bit early still well i used to let people come in um for 15 dollars and they could stay for six hours but now i charge 100 and they get to stay for two hours <laughs> to see the christmas decorations so you know i thought i might as well get them up and, and get them going uh guys we're gonna jump right into the topic tonight because this topic might have a tendency to run a little long uh this is something that we've been wanting to do as a show for a long time and we could not think of anyone better to be on the show than Joe. We could not do this without Mr. Resorts himself here with us. Uh, so we have taken the task of ranking the entirety of all the Walt Disney World hotels from the top to the bottom. And man, I tell you what, this was a task. This was something that was much harder than I think any of the three of us expected. We sat down as a group. We went through. There was some arguments uh, we went back and forth a little bit. I don't think we all completely agreed on where some of them should be, but we came up with a final list, 21 resorts, and we uh, ranked these resorts based on really five things. The rooms themselves, the type of room you can get, theming, whether it be Disney or something else, dining opportunities at the resorts, transportation options at the resorts, and last but not least, maybe most important, the amenities that the resort offers you while you're enjoying it. Guys, before we jump into it really quickly, how tough was this to do, Joe? I had to enlist the help of my wife because it seems easy at first as somebody who loves resorts. It's the most uh, the favorite thing I about Walt Disney World for me is the resorts. And I sat down with a list. I was like, oh, this is not as easy as I thought it was. So it wasn't. Yeah. And I'm a little bruised and bloodied from us fighting about this, but uh, I'll survive. Yeah, that's the closest mic that we've ever come mm -hmm. to all of us, uh, you know, screaming at each other. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't stated all of these. So some of this is based on some of the opinion of uh, what I've heard, what I know. And uh, the majority I have, but a few of them I haven't. So I'm, I'm going to kind of wing it with a few from, you know, I would say hearsay. Well, I have stated all of these except for one. So, and I will let you guess which one. It shouldn't take much of a guess for, for all anyone that knows me. You should be able to look through the list and go, oh, that makes sense. He, of course, has not stayed there before. But let's dive right into the list. Guys, like I said, this was really tough, but we have come down to it. This is the Disney Dads podcast. Uh, top Walt Disney World hotels. We're going to go from 21st all the way to 1st. Guys, coming in at 21 in last place. Look, I still love the resort. I've stayed there many times. 
all-star sports. Joe, why does it fall last on the list? Well, I mean, first of all, it's the, the rooms are small, right? So that that's obviously it's bus service. It's very far away from the parks, uh, lack of dining options. And to me, the biggest thing is, look, I understand Disney World is a family place, but it, it's home to a lot of sports teams and a lot of uh, – those type of tournaments, they stay there. And if you're not involved with that, it could really just be a headache for your stay at the resort there. You know, if you want to get in early, if you're getting up or you want, if you're getting in early, you want to go to bed early, if you're getting up for a different day in the parks and you've got kids running around outside practicing football or whatever it is, it just, it turns into a big giant mess. So uh, it's not something that's up my alley. And I think that kind of plays into it as well. So yeah, that's what we have at the bottom. Mike. Uh, I've had, I've not Stayed there personally. My daughters have. We've gone down there for cheerleading competitions and gymnastic competitions. And a lot of times the groups tend to book that for them to do those things, such as the practices and whatnot. So I've been there to see my daughters and leave them with their chaperones. And, you know, and boy, was I excited to leave. Not because it was a bad resort, just because (laughs) of the overall crowding of what it was from when the competition seasons come. And if you're going as a family and you expect a nice, you know, quiet or just an eventful Disney vacation, to have that extra kind of extracurricular uh, stuff with all of the kids doing the, you know, the team sports, the loud kids, the some of the unsupervised kids could really dampen a trip. So I would tend to stay away from there. Or at least if you're going to stay there, if it's a place that you want to see, make sure you're not going during some kind of competition season when you're going to have a lot of kids booked there because it can get a little hectic being there. Uh, I was certainly happy to leave there after I saw my girls and go to one of my favorite resorts. So uh, it was kind of nice to have that break. But that's why that's kind of ended up at the end. Uh, for me, this comes down to amenities. I, I, you know, when you look at some of the, depending on where you're at around that property, one, it can be a very, very long walk to the amenities. Um, two, <clears throat> Katie would love to put this higher because she can get pizza there. So that's a big thing for her. She likes the pizza, but it doesn't have a sit down dining option. I know the, you know, the values don't do that, but for me, that's a, that's a, almost a must at the resort we stay at because more than likely we like to sit down for one dinner at a resort. So uh, for me, that's that's what falls there. I know what everyone's saying is, well, man, if you go by this, then all the values are going to be low. I think you're going to be surprised where some of the values uh, uh, fall on this, but you're not going to be surprised about the next one. We're going to go to number 20, All-Star Music. Mike, it's really similar, I mean, to the reason that All-Star Sports is there. I think the reason it beats All-Star Sports for me is the theming is a little more Disney than the sports are. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, Joe. But, anything, Dad? No, I agree as well. I mean, it's uh, and it's not as busy. I believe that's it's, yeah, yeah. So, yep. And transportation the same. Now let's move to number nineteen really quickly because this will, I think, get a discussion going. I think a lot of families when they hear number nineteen may get a little upset with us if this is somewhere you've stayed and you love because this is not so much a Disney vacation as it is a way of life. And if you guessed before, the one resort I've never stayed at, it is this one. It does have one of my favorite things on Disney property, and that is the hoop de do review, and that is going over to Fort Wilderness. Uh, Joe, take us into why Fort Wilderness comes in at number 19. Yeah, this is not a knock to anybody who is in the camping or RV lifestyle. I've had very good friends who have uh, camped there with their RV. I know it is a very, very difficult reservation to get an RV spot at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. So it is very popular. But the way we're ranking it is if you're it's if you're staying in a cabin or in one of those type of accommodations, you still have to park, you know, in the front parking lot, then transfer to another bus. And then if you want to go to the Magic Kingdom, it's another bus to uh the boat. And it's it's a lot going on. It's not it's not designed for if you don't have other 
parts of transportation. If you don't have a gut, your own golf cart, it's just a lot going on. So it's, uh, it's the favorite for a lot of people, but it's not for everybody. And I think that's why it's very low on our list, but it's not a knock to people. It's not a knock that it's bad. It's just, it's not for everybody. That's why it's ranked low. Well, I think too, that it's one of those things where look at how much it takes to just go do hoop de Like it's a process to go do hoop de you know, part, like you said, parking, taking buses, you know, getting back to property, stuff like that. I, I just, for me, I just don't, I, you know, and like you said, the amenities are not exactly what I want. But if someone enjoys that, Mike, you might have a great uh, opinion on this because I don't know about Joe. I've never done this. You rented a camper, took the family, you know, a thousand miles away, stayed for a week. Would you ever do this on a Walt Disney World vacation? Uh, you know, when I went down to South Carolina and I rented that luxury camper to do that, that was a really cool thing. I kind of liked having my own thing. Uh, I don't camp much. I don't own a camper. Uh, I know a lot of people that do it. Absolutely love it. I had this actually higher up on the list because for some of my friends who I've gone camping with, um, I know some campsites can be rough. Some campsites can be a little bit on the on the 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 rundown side. Uh, this campsite itself is amazing, and obviously anything Disney done is done very very well and if you're going to do disney and camping something you like it's nice to be able to mesh those two things together and not be stuck to a resort or a hotel your typical type of vacation so the disney offers that was kind of why i had it higher up in the list but i could definitely see how it has its drawbacks when it comes to other things uh to me camping itself is an adventure in itself and you don't have to be dangled with the theme park stuff but that it's nice you have the availability to do both uh, Joe, have you ever heard the story about my camping adventure with Mike? <laughs> no, but I'm very intrigued right now, though. Okay, so really quickly, we'll we'll digress from from our episode. <clears throat> so we, Mike brought the family down in an RV, right? Stayed at a place there in Myrtle. Be- beautiful spot. Fantastic. Had a water park. It was a lot of fun. So I said, Riley, let's go up and see Uncle Mike, man. And uh, I said, we'll, you know, get a tent and we'll just, you know, put our tent up there on your on your lot. Look, you may not know this. Okay. By looking at me, I am not a camper. Okay. By the amount of product in my hair, you can probably tell the kid <laughs> does not camp very often. Okay. So I buy, I buy a tent. I buy an air mattress. We get in the car. We drive the two hours up. We have an amazing day hanging with a family, doing some grilling, water parking, all that good stuff. Went to the beach. I set up my tent. Riley and I, you know, I tell Mike, good night, buddy, you know, family and stuff like that. They go into RV. Riley and I climb in the tent. Ten minutes later, I'm knocking on the door. Mike opens it. Yeah, you okay? Yeah, we got a hotel a half a mile from here. We'll see you tomorrow morning. <laughs> we made it all of ten minutes. I got in the I got in the tent and I looked and I looked at Riley. She looked at me and I immediately got on my phone and and booked a hotel down the road. And I was like, let's go. We walked in. This kid has stayed in hotels in downtown London. Like she's been all over the world. She stayed in the Grand Flirty. She stayed in really nice hotels. We walked into this place. It's like Howard Johnson, and she goes, this place, they give you shampoo. It's like she had forgotten about civilization <laughs> completely in this eight-hour period that we had been camping with Mike. So little to say, I don't think my tent's ever going to be used. If anybody needs a tent, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's right there. Uh, it was not a good experience for our family, for me and, me and Riley. It'd be used in the backyard, right, for uh, backyard adventures. That's about it. I'll let the dog go in. Not me. We're good. <laughs> uh, let's move on to number 18. Uh, we're going to stay over on uh, the side of property with the values, and we are going to talk about really one of my one of my resorts I stay at quite often. I, uh, I enjoy this. It's something we do for a couple days before we use our DVC a lot of times. 
And that is going over and checking in at Pop Century. Guys, for me, this comes in a little low at 18. Uh, Pop Century, why is it there, Joe? It's still, you got to remember, it's still a value. So, yes, it got a little prettied up with the Skyliner, and that's nice. The access to Art of Animation is also a bonus at well. But you got to remember, too, that access to Art of Animation, you're just accessing another food court, even though that is a better food court. It's still a food court, so you're not getting the dining options. You're not getting the slides at the pool. You're not. You're still getting bus service. Yes, you have the Skyliner. Weather pending. It, weather. It's, it shuts down a lot in the summertime as well. So, and also the size of the room. It's a small room. If you've got a larger family, it's not going to work for you. And outdoor entryways as well. So that you got to remember. It's yes. It's a, a cult favorite. It's a fan favorite. But also, you got to remember what it is. Still, it's still a value resort. The rooms are nicer though since they've been remodeled. They are. The rooms are much nicer. I've stayed in them multiple times since then. Um, I think this really fits a fits a good spot for a lot of families too, when they go on Disney vacations. But the rooms are small. Like it's if you have a family of four, you're you're going to be squished. Like you're not going to have a lot of room. Uh, but the Skyliner does move it up the list. You know where where it would be. Uh, Mike, what about you? I had it higher up in the list just because of the Skyliner. I think that added a nice aspect, another mode of transportation. But um, but I could definitely see how it landed where it did on the list. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people are going to be confused about our next decision. But for me, it was the smile on my daughter's face whenever we first stayed here. It's the fact that she wanted to stay here instead of staying at some of the deluxe resorts whenever we would come and stay a few nights here and then check out and then go to the deluxe resorts. Uh, and that is coming in at number 17, and that is All-Star Movies. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this one really quickly. To me, the theming of All-Star Movies is what puts it at 17. It puts it above Pop Century. It puts it above All-Star Music, All-Star Sports, Fort Wilderness. The reason is I can walk through and larger than life are these figures that you know my daughter and myself have not only grown up with, but together we've experienced as a family by watching these movies. These are the movies that I saw as a kid that now she enjoys. And I think that's a huge, huge, huge bonus to this resort compared to a lot of the other value resorts. I really do love all-star movies. If I'm picking an all-star resort to stay at, I'm going to all-star movies. No, I definitely agree with that. It's my quote unquote favorite of the three all-stars. Uh, I also agree with you as well. I remember I have many pictures with Herbie the Love Bug and my wife and I and taking pictures in front of the, some of the larger icons. We've stayed there, I think, once or twice. So I agree with you. And it's also in the back of the all-star mm-hmm. complex. It's the third resort in, so it doesn't tend to get as much traffic as well. So we, I love a quieter resort. So I could definitely see how this uh, resort would uh, appeal to uh, younger families as well. I had it higher on my list, so I thought I thought it was great. All the stuff that we hit on, I think it nails it. You can already get you can already hear the tone in Mike's voice. He's already getting frustrated again. We've already been through this once. Here we go. All right, we're moving on. Uh, look, we're moving from a value to uh, to a, a resort that you know is much much higher on Disney's list of resorts. At number sixteen, coming in, Old Key West. Uh, man, it, it's it's weird to see a resort of this value, you know, coming this high in the, in the list. But as you look at the resorts in front of it, I think it's falling right where it needs to. Uh, Joe, Old Key West, is that in the right spot or we get this one wrong? No, I think that's definitely a little bit low. You got to remember, look, if you're somebody who is relying solely on Disney transportation, maybe, you know, it, it doesn't fit your bill because you're still taking bus service, but it does have the boat to Disney Springs. These this is the original DVC uh, resort. So if you do do a cash room, these are some of the larger rooms on property DVC-wise. Also, you've got great views of the golf course. The pools are much quieter. Olivia's is a nice little spot that doesn't get a lot of traffic. So I think there's a lot going on here. I think it's a little underrated, but that's what's great about this is we're allowed to have debate. Yeah, Mike? 
Uh, I think it should have been higher in the list. Olivia's is one of my favorite places. It's a very underrated Disney restaurant. Uh, I have a couple other ones that I definitely think should be below this one. Uh, I've stayed at Old Key West before. I think the size of the rooms you get is well worth it. You know, we talked a little bit about being cramped in the Pop Century rooms. When you have an Old Key West room, you have a lot of room to spread out, and they are larger than life with quite a bit of those rooms. So uh, I'm a little disappointed that it ended up on the list where it did, but, you know, I'll make my argument later. All right, here you go. So let me give it to you. OQS for me, even more so than some of the other resorts that are spread out, feels more vast. Uh, you know, I, I feel so disconnected if you're in certain parts of that resort. And for us who have cars, yes, it's fine. But for someone who flies in and they don't have a car and they need something, it's it's an absolute journey to go over to get something from from the main lobby. It's just... And also, it's not lit well. Like, when you're back in there and it's dark... It's not lit well back in that area. Uh, yes, the the rooms are very big. If you get a refurbished room, they are absolutely beautiful. Oh my goodness, they're insanely gorgeous. Uh, the the other rooms, they're a little bit outdated. Um, the carpeting's a little outdated. For me, Old Key West is just okay. Another thing too, yes, Olivia's is there. I don't love the quick serve that's that's there by the pool. I don't think they have a ton of options. Um, they do have one of the best Bloody Marys on property, you know, at that resort. But for me, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't love this resort. There's so many better options that are similar to this that you get more with it. And we'll get to those, of course, coming up. Uh, Mike, I'm going to let you take this next one because I think this is one you've been wanting to get off your chest for a while. Uh, and I, I don't understand why, and I'm excited to hear why. Coming in at number 15, we're going over to Port Orleans, and we're going French Quarter. Yeah, you know, that that seems to me what you were just saying about Old Key West. I felt it was vast. I felt like you were kind of off the beaten path. I didn't feel that Disney theme. It happened to be one of the first resorts that I stayed at when I brought my kids. We did one of those um, Disney booking land sea packages where we did a couple of days in the parks and then a couple of days on the uh, Disney Cruise Line. And uh, it was one of my first experiences with Sarah and Sammy when they were very little. And I didn't really feel that Disney magic at that resort. I felt like we were really off the far end of the resort. It was a really long walk to get to the bus stop. It was just, I, there just wasn't something I liked about it. So I can't see how that wound up so high on the list. I mean, maybe I'm missing something. I only stayed there the one and done. Uh, the one time that I did stay there, I wasn't blown away by any of the, uh, just I, 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 you know, when you stay at some place like All Star Movie and you're paying a little bit less money, I feel like the rooms are a little bit nicer. I feel like you have the, uh, you know, that overall ambiance where you feel that real Disney feel. Maybe I was just expecting something different when I went there, but I'm not a big fan of that French Quarter at all. Joe, well, I, I will. I I think it's uh, I think it's actually a really good resort. I think it's it's actually the resort I bought. Uh, DVC. I'd actually sign. I actually mm. bought, purchased my contract sitting in a French Quarter room. I think it's a great resort. Um, I don't think it's that big. Uh, actually, I think that it's got one bus stop. So even though it shares it with uh, Riverside, um, I think that it's an easy to walk from the rooms to the bus stop. It doesn't have a lot of that Disney feel. That Mike, I agree with you on that. But uh, it does have the River River Roost Lounge, which um, is great entertainment at night. Uh, I think it's easy to walk to. The pool is very accessible. Um, the restaurant options aren't very great there, but I mean, you do share it with Riverside. So if you want to you know, head out that way and, and check out some of those options as well. And I think it's a, it's a close bus ride to, uh, to Epcot and to, uh, and to the Disney Springs area as well. It's not too far from old Key West. So in that kind of area. So, uh, I think it's, uh, I like the resort. I think it's, it's, it's really nice. And, uh, I've had some good experiences there. I know I stayed there when I did one of my dopies and it was great to have a short walk back to uh, my room when I was really sore. So, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, I, I like it. I think it's a, it's pretty, good i like the theming of this resort i think it's 
It's the one time you get, um, I think, over-the-top theming that's not Disney. Like, you don't get a lot of Disney in that resort. You get that uh, New Orleans style. The pool is over-the-top. I mean, it's kind of an eccentric slide and, and fun and, and all that. Um, I, I think with any of these moderates uh, and some deluxes, they are vast, like they are big, uh, bigger resorts. But for me, I yeah, I, I don't know, Mike. Maybe it was just having the young younger kids there too, um, and be. and all that that maybe got that. I'd love I'd love to maybe go back next time we're all down. Maybe we'll do a night at French Quarter, mm-hmm. uh, just so we can all experience it again. Um, we're gonna stay at Port Orleans though, and we're gonna go at number fourteen. Uh, we're gonna go Riverside. Uh, man, I I tell you what, I've stayed there. I love the feel that I am in. Um, kind of a wooded area. You sit by the pool and you have that like hard, everything's hard, dark, rich woods, uh, all the theming. I really enjoy that. It's more of a, you know, you get like the kind of the pine trees and stuff like that. I like that kind of feel uh, around that resort. Uh, Joe, have you stayed at Riverside? I stayed there once. Uh, the pool was great. Uh, I think we stayed in Magnolia Bend. Uh, there's the two, I think there's Alligator Bayou, mm-hmm. Magnolia Bend. And, uh, it was great. I really liked it. I loved the little pathway that goes along the Sasagula River. Uh, I went out there for a couple little easy morning runs when I was during in my uh, my marathon training times. Uh, my wife really liked the theming as well. It was convenient if you had a car as as well there because you could park closer to your room rather than parking in like a main parking lot and having to walk through the resort. Uh, the food options weren't so great. Um, you know, the, the Riverside Mill food court's okay. Uh, Muddy Rivers is okay, but the pool was fun. I enjoyed that, and um, yeah, I mean, what's the name of the restaurant? I can't think of it off the top of my head now. Um, uh, we got Riverside Riverside Milk uh, Food Court, and then that's the sit down. Uh, boat rights, boat rights, yep. yeah, boat rights is meh. So that's not a great dining option. Never there eaten either. there. Yeah, I tried it once. Nah. So it's uh, it's been on the met list for a while. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully they'll get maybe a new chef in there. But uh, but yeah, I, it's not bad. I like it. it it's got the theming is really good, so I definitely enjoy it. I like the I like the pool. I like the slide, uh, the sawmill slide. I like the uh, the water wheel as you lay by the pool. You know, you can see the water wheel turning. It reminds me because you know my my family spends a lot of time in Pigeon Forge and in the mountains. It reminds me a lot of that, like being there and seeing the creek go by and the river go by and and just I I, I don't know. I, there's something about this this room that I I really really do enjoy. Um, I mean, and look, we got to talk about Port Orleans. We got to talk about Yeehaw Bob. Yeah, you know. Like, I mean, having Yeehaw Bob to, to do shows, Yeehaw Bob is back uh, or coming back. And that's exciting news for everybody that loves these resorts because he can, you know, be there and, and entertaining people. So uh, really, really good. Number 13, I think, comes in right where it needs to. It has had a new addition to it that makes this resort now. This might be a good discussion between us all. Uh, makes this resort higher than I, I would have put it outside the top 15 for sure before this addition. And that is the Coronado uh, I did not love Coronado. It was actually my worst Disney experience was staying at Coronado. But now with the new Destino Tower, that thing is beautiful. You have Toledo and Dahlia on the top. You have the new restaurant out in the middle of the water. We can go have amazing drinks. I know they do. Uh, I think Cheryl was talking about they do some sort of uh, tasting out there that you can go do. Uh, this resort has added a lot with this new addition. But I'll give you my reason why it comes in at 13 and not higher than that, even with the addition of Destino. It is a resort based around uh, having businesses come in for conferences and and stuff like that. When you see it, that's what it is. I think having a family there doesn't fit as well as it would at some of the other resorts. You guys agree? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. Have you ever stayed there? I haven't. I, I have stayed there. I stayed there, but pre um, pre uh, tower expansion, dude. And, it and was I, dark and kind of dingy. Yeah, well, like the it. lobby area was kind of weak, right? So obviously, it's a huge improvement with the Grand Destino Tower. Uh, but I really liked the rooms uh, when we stayed there, and I also said this um, years ago, and I'm still a firm believer in it. The bus, even though it's all bus service, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of set apart by itself. We, I actually thought that it was kind of centrally located because the bus rides from Magic Kingdom weren't that bad. It was right down World Drive. You get off on that one exit, boom, you're right there. It's super close to Epcot. It's super close to the studios, and it's not far from Animal Kingdom. I think like if you just turn the Disney map on its side, it's actually pretty centrally located. So I think if for bus service for a for a Disney resort, I think it's one of the better ones, believe it or not, to all of the parks. So that's just my opinion, but I definitely think, and in, now with also the tower, I like all the additions of different lounges. Uh, the Three Bridges uh, Bar and Grill, I haven't tried it yet, but I've definitely been on my list. And I also think that uh, to, uh, Toledo, uh, I think the food's really good up there. And the uh, Dahlia Lounge, obviously, some very underrated views uh, up there of the rest of Walt Disney World. So it's got a lot going on for it. But yes, it does have a very big business uh, traveler feel. It's the highest place in Walt Disney World. When you're at Dahlia or Toledo, you're the highest uh, lounge in Walt Disney World. I believe it's one... Story higher than California Grill. So it's beautiful. I mean, you can go up there. They have great outdoor seating as well uh, up there. Uh, look, the, the, the t- it's weird, man. It's a weird mesh up because you walk in the tower and it's just opulent and beautiful and bright and vibrant. And you're just like, wow, look at this place. And then you walk to the, to you know, if you're not staying in the tower and you stay in the other rooms, you're like, oh, well, this is different, you know? It's retro. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's very retro. Very, very retro. But the pool, man, his pool is really cool. You know, Justin, it's no different than when you stay in the tower at the Contemporary or you stay in the Garden Wing rooms. It's the same. I've never stayed in a Garden Wing room. I actually am a fan of the Garden Wing rooms, but I'm saying it's you're not getting that like tower feeling. It's like, oh, I'm off to the side here. So Okay. I got you. I got you. Now, the pool. Have you guys seen the pool? The pool for Coronado is, what I think, what puts it up, too. Because that's a super great... I mean, that, that theming is amazing on that Coronado pool. So, uh, very, very good. Um, Mike, at number 12, we have one of my favorite uh, moderate resorts. This is a resort that one with the Skyliner being added to it. Uh, it gets a huge addition. I love the going from Coronado to where it's kind of darker at the, the one rooms. To This is very vibrant no matter where you're staying. Uh, I love the walking pass. I love really everything about this resort, and I push people there. If they're looking for a moderate resort and they get a hold of me, I push them to this place. And coming in at number 12, Caribbean Beach. Uh, Mike, I love this resort. Have you been over there and seen yeah. it? Yeah, before we bought the EVC, it was one of our – uh, moderates, because uh, for some reason I don't know if it was just timing. Whenever we were doing our Disney trips as families before it was uh, before we actually bought DVC, uh, moderates were usually where we would stay. And just because they would have those Disney deals, you know, you would go online, you would book a trip, and it would always seem to be you get a little bit more for your money with the, uh, you know, maybe you get a, you know, meal package or whatever it was, some kind of deal. And uh, Caribbean Beach, Caribbean Beach is one of those places that I got to stay at before we became DVC members. And um, great resort, definitely recommend it. Uh, like you said, it, it's fantastic to recommend it to families. It's got that nice. Uh, you know, resort. You know, not not a resort feel, but it's got a great Disney feel to it. Uh, great customer service when I was there. It was one of the vacations that actually made me buy DVC. For me, it's one of those things too, man. Where uh, when you look at the pricing, it's weird because I don't think a lot of the value resorts are value resort per se anymore. 
when you look at the pricing of them. Whenever you look at a Pop Century room and you look at a Caribbean Beach room, you're looking at sometimes a $30 a night difference. Now think about that. That's mm-hmm. a no-brainer for a lot of families. If I'm telling you that for $30 more a night, you can go and have the Skyliner gondola, you can have a moderate resort, you know, you have uh, better options for food, better location. It, it's For me, it's I really think Caribbean Beach is the best deal right now on Disney property. Yeah, it's the OG of moderate resorts, right? It was the first one back in like, you know, the late 80s, whatever. And I really believe that with the addition of Riviera and the Skyliner, it's kind of brought it from its exiled state of just being there and only accessible by bus or car or taxi to now very accessible by Skyliner. It's kind of brought it up front, like high we're here. And it also now you have Riviera to walk to as well. So you've got like another, it's like having Pop Century and Art of Animation. You have another resort that's within walking mm-hmm. distance that you have access to, um, you know, food courts, or, you know, restaurants and things like that as well. Also, it's added Sebastian B- Sebastian's Bistro, which is a pretty good restaurant, which I've been told. I haven't been there yet, but I've heard good things about it. So from the whole renovation of it, it's kind of brought it back into, I guess, you know, what you say the uh, the twenty first century. Yeah, no, I completely agree, and I think it, I think it goes perfect right there at twelve. Um, we're getting closer to that top ten, guys. Number eleven, I've lied. There is two resorts I have not stayed at, but I feel like I've stayed here many times because I walk through here all the time. And that's a yacht club, Joe. You did not agree. Yacht club is coming in at number eleven. I think Mike and I both see it here. It's in its perfect spot. Uh, we played a little majority rules game over there, over you there. Uh, Joe, we have it at 11. Why should it be higher? Well, first of all, I walked through there last night. And I love the theming. I know it's a very dark theming, right? The darker woods. So it's just be like you're at a yacht club, right? But I just feel like it gets overlooked a lot. You got to remember, like, yacht club, it sits, they're sisters resorts with the beach club. So all of the, the beaches and cream is technically part of that resort as well. So you have access to that. You have Ale and Compass Lounge and Restaurant. You know, you've got Hurricane Hannah's, which is technically there. Cruise Cup. Uh, the Yachtsman is on property. So you have a very, very good restaurant uh, steakhouse on property there. You are also within a stone's throw of the Swalfin. So Swan and Dolphin with all the amazing restaurants there. Swalfin, right? And uh, like you're that. right across <laughs> from the, the boardwalk. And you're within walking distance of Epcot. There's so much going on at this resort. It just gets overlooked all the time. And I told we, me and Jen had a conversation last night. I've never stayed here. Okay, I haven't stayed there, but I said we really need to stay here one night. So it's on our list to target to stay. I just really think that it's overlooked a lot. It just doesn't. It's a bad rap for no reason. All right, can I give you first off? You got to come up with a new name because now the new tower is open at Swan and Dolphin, um, the brand new tower over there. So and I did see, I did see that. I was like, it finally opened up. So yeah, it we'll looks beautiful too, yeah. man. Looks really, the rooms look really nice. Um, but that has nothing to do with this. Do you think this is? You know when like somebody gets really famous, like let's take Justin Bieber for example, okay? Justin Bieber gets really famous, and he's got like I don't even know if he has a brother or sister, but let's say he's got a sister or a brother. A brother's better. Let's say because because it's boy boy, he's got a brother, right? Now the brother has to watch his his sibling be just ultra famous. Everyone talks about him, you know, wants to be there near him and all that. Is that the way Yacht Club feels about Beach Club? Like, is Yacht Club looking over like, golly, man, it could have been me. could have been me. <laughs> but it's you. No, it's definitely. That's the case. It, it's it's almost like when you have, like, the, 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 the sister that's the homecoming queen, and then you got the one that's kind of, like, not so, like, not the, <laughs> not the homecoming queen. <laughs> that's kind of what that is. Like, I am here, too. She's looking from, from up in the stands, like, this is the personality. Man. Yeah, yeah, the personality. The yacht like, club has a great personality. <laughs> Just got to look telling, inside of it and see. I was telling Riley that I was Powder Puff King my senior year. 
And then I had to explain to her. I didn't think about explaining to her that I had to dress like a cheerleader and and uh, you know uh, a cheer. And but I won Powder Puff King. So and we raised money for charity. It was good. Mike, this, anyway. this answers a lot of questions. Yeah, it <laughs> answers a lot, man. This is a Patreon uh, episode in itself. <laughs> let's let's move on to number ten. Uh, we're gonna stick over near. We were just talking about Caribbean Beach. This has become one of my favorites. I, I have not. Once again, I have not stayed there. Uh, I'm really lying to myself. Uh, I've not stayed there, but I have spent a lot of time there because one of my favorite gift shops on property, one of my favorite dining experiences on property, maybe the most beautiful resort on property. I think it's taken that title from from a couple of the others, and that's Disney's Riviera Resort. Guys, it's stunning. It's the one time when you drive up and the fountains, and it's just you walk in. It takes your breath away the first time you walk into the Riviera. It is an unbelievably beautiful resort. So as a DVC resort, I think it gets a little bit of, of a black eye because of the resale contract thing. I yep. think a lot of people thumb their nose at it, and it's got that black eye, and they're like, oh, Riviera. It's like, But it's really got a lot going on for it. I, too, have not stayed there yet. I've eaten at, at uh, Primo, Primo Piatto. I, can, I should be able to say that. I'm How Italian. was that? It was, it was good. It was good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I also do like the gift shop there. I think the general manager does a great job with their merchandise there. Uh, lots of Riviera Resort merch there. So if you're an owner there or you like that resort, I know Riley likes that merch because it's got R all over it. So you know, Dude, for we her. bought so much stuff. <laughs> so I think it's got a lot going on. The only thing that's a downside to it, I think, is it's a very small resort. The pool is kind of cramped on top of everything. It's like right there. So it's everything's right it's just literally right on top of each other so but besides that it's very pretty that walkway with all of the uh the jewels that are hand um mm-hmm. hand placed it kind of reminds me of when you walk through cinderella castle and they were all hand yeah. done like that too so they did a fantastic job with their it's the little details you got to look for and uh they did do a good job but i think that the the whole resale contract thing kind of gives it a bad rap and i think it's uh it's starting to show its true colors well the the pool bar i love uh bar riva and look, Topolino's for me is one of the, it's become one of the three hardest uh, to get reservations on Disney property. I think I've talked about this too much. People need to stop trying to book this, this restaurant. It's one of my favorites on property. It's beautiful. Uh, and it's, the food is, is, is just incredible. I mean, the food's incredible. Uh, Mike, have you been over? No, I haven't had the opportunity yet. You know, it, it opened up pretty recently and with I've with the obviously with the old COVID thing, it's I've had some limited trips getting down there and it just hasn't been in the cards for me to get over and check it out. Yeah, and you also like like Joe was saying earlier, look, you've got Caribbean Beach. Caribbean Beach might as well be what uh the rest of Coronado is to to the Destino Tower. Caribbean Beach might as well be to Riviera. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's the same thing. And you have the gondola system there. The good part is if you're staying at, and Joe, you kind of mentioned this, if you're staying at Caribbean Beach, if you're in the back section, you no longer have to walk to the gondola system for Caribbean Beach. It's a shorter walk to go to Riviera. So if you want a quieter room, but you still want the gondolas, just walk to Riviera. It's right there. It connects. So really, really good. Um, We have broken the top 10. And I think a lot of people have been waiting for this resort. And I think a lot of people are going, there's half people are going, yes, it should be in the top 10. And other people are going, are you insane? There's a lot of great Disney hotels. Number nine, guys, art of animation. Mike, why is it coming inside of our top 10? 
Uh, I think the spaciousness for the family, I think transportation-wise, it's pretty good. I think that uh, it's a technically a value resort, but you get a pretty much deluxe experience when you do that. I think it's um, I think it blows away a lot of the moderate resorts when it comes to um, size of rooms. I mean, you know, having family suites at a te- technically value, you know, resort, I think it's fantastic. Uh, the theming, the 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 obviously the over the top ambiance of the place, the newness of the place of how uh, you know, how it's only, what is it only about 10 years old now? Yeah, and yeah. I mean it's 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 holding up well and it, and it's doing a really good job and I think that it definitely makes the top 10. Look, it takes a value uh, resort and and places a deluxe experience on it. You said it perfectly with that. Mm-hmm. Um for me, it's it's another thing. It's look when I talked about all star movies and why it was ahead of Pop Century and Fort Wilderness and all those. It's because it's over the top and it's things that we all appreciate. This is Disney Renaissance talking with Little Mermaid and Cars and and all that kind of stuff. Plus, you get the Skyliner gondola. The only thing it's missing really is a sit down dining experience and a slide at the pool. Other than that, I'm all in. Every single time. I've stayed in the Little Mermaid rooms. Now, those are very comparable to the All-Star rooms. But when you stay in the suites, which I've stayed in too, like the Lion King suites, look, they're huge. That's a great, spacious amount of room. Now, here's another thing. They're expensive. People say, I'm staying at Art of Animation, and people are like, oh, okay, you're staying at Value Resort. Look, that Value Resort costs more than every moderate on property. Every single one. And it's not close. Like it is a great opportunity for families to stay together in one room that may have otherwise had to split up in two rooms, uh, and have that great Disney experience. Uh, Joe, you have any experience at all with AOA? I do. I've stayed in the Little Mermaid rooms. I've also stayed in the car suites, and it's just amazing how this resort almost didn't come to be. It's yeah, like, it, dude, the history is great. We got to do that show sometime. Yeah, I mean, it took a national tragedy to stop construction on Pop Century, which was, yeah. was going to be, and it turned into this. To me, this resort is the best Disney-themed resort on property. This is a resort, if you have people who have never stayed or never come to Walt Disney World, you point them to this resort. You say, you stay in a car suite. You stay in a Little Mermaid suite. You stay in a a, a, a Little Mermaid room. You know what I'm saying? This is where you go to have that complete immersion. As a Cars fan, I love that movie. They did an amazing job with that, with those rooms. I mean, they're yeah. unbelievable. So this is where you point people to go to. I pointed my brother to this resort years ago, and it got my sister-in-law hooked on it. She never even thought about it. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing what came out of what almost did it. Joe, I'm coming right back to you because we're going to number eight. I think you are going to be absolutely furious that this is coming in at number eight, and that is Disney Saratoga Springs. Yeah, Buddy, the, take me away. So there are many DDP family members out there who be like, this is ranked way too high already for where it is. But look, I mean, Saratoga Springs, it's near and dear to my heart. I think it's got a lot going on for it. The rooms are great. The refurb is fantastic. Golf course views. It's one of only two or three resorts with a spa, even though pending it's not open right now, on property. Our DDP family, the you know, the four of us, you know, including Dave, we just stayed in one of the rooms where we walked to Disney Springs. I never stayed in a room that close to Disney Springs. It was unbelievable and actually makes me look at the resort completely different right now. Yes, it is a very vast resort. It's not the best for if you're relying on bus transportation, but it does have bus transportation. It has boat transportation. It also has a treehouse villas. So it's got many different room options available on uh, the property for uh, for that resort. I also like the theme as well. It's got a lot of pools, a lot of uh, water slides, so you, you're not crowded at a pool like at a beach club where everybody's kind of on top of each other. You could spread out, have room for your family. So I think the resort has a lot going on for it. Uh, I just think it's it's overlooked a little bit. But, and it's also great 
Uh, we just talked about Run Disney. Uh, it's also great if you need to get a long run in. There's many roads that run through that resort, and uh, you can stay on property and get your runs in as well. So uh, kudos to Saratoga Springs. I know it doesn't have the best dining options, but uh, I think it's got a lot going on for it besides that. Uh, first off, Mr. Baller Mike here said, Dude, I got our room for whenever we come down to do our little uh, DDP meetup. And uh, he got us this amazing room overlooking Paddlefish. It doesn't matter if Saratoga doesn't have a lot of dining options. Because the four of us walked from our room into Disney Springs in less than five minutes. And there is there is no resort on property that gives you more dining options than that. Other than maybe the you know, boardwalk area, you know what I mean, the coming into Epcot. But even that, you're now you're eating in park. This is this has every opportunity possible for you to go over to Springs and have dinner, lunch, quick service, sit down, snacks. I mean, it's all right there with that experience, and it doesn't cost you anything extra if you don't need a ticket to get into Disney Springs. So if you are going down with the family and you have a five day stay at Saratoga and you only want to do four days of park. Now your, your other day, your pool day has become amazingly easy to go over and have a nice lunch, come back, lay by the pool, go back over to Springs, do some shopping in the evening, have a nice dinner, see a movie, go bowling, uh, you know, do something over there. I think Saratoga for me has moved up and up and up and up the list, uh, as far as resorts. So I think it comes in perfect at number eight, Mike, we had a great time. Mm-hmm. I think out of all of the resorts, that's probably the one that I've stayed at the most. Uh, it's it's not my absolute favorite, but it always seems to be available. Uh, available, especially when you're doing DVC points. Uh, you know, I've done the tree houses, I've done the actual resort. Uh, I think it's great. I, when we opened up that you know curtain and we looked outside in the balcony, we saw that amazing view. I think we took some pictures of it. We put it in the Disney Dad podcast group. Uh, th- that amazing view of Disney Springs. It was really cool, man. I said, this is really nice. I mean, li- literally, you were a stone's throw away from some of some great entertainment, food, shopping. It, it's, it was almost part. It was almost like uh, Saratoga Springs was part of Disney Springs. That's how close we were, and we were involved in that. I mean, you can't get closer than that without actually being in the in Disney Springs. Uh, so yeah, that's why it kind of ended up where it did on the list. Uh, like I said, I stayed there probably out of the most out of all these resorts because it always seems to be available because it's got a lot of rooms and it's very huge and it's got a lot of opportunity to stay. Hey guys, just tell our DDP family. How big was the smile on my face? Because I had never stayed in a room that close to Disney Springs. How, how excited was I? When we he got so happy. I was trying to hand him an adult beverage, and he's like, I'm good. I just want to look out this window and just <laughs> take it all in. Like he, just, he was so excited, man. He's like a little kid at Christmas. He was awesome. was so excited. Uh, Saratoga, man, it really has uh, gone up the list for me. I've stayed there. I think, Mike, I've stayed there more than anywhere else as well. It's just it's kind of a staple for our family. Uh, now we're going to go straight back to Mike because this one, it's time for Mike to, uh, get maybe a little frustrated with Joe and I coming in at number seven. And look, let me say this with even talking about Saratoga. We talked a little about the treehouse. Uh, we're rolling all those in together. So the treehouses aren't a separate resort, stuff like that. So, uh, whenever we talk about these resorts, we're just putting them all together, bundled as one. Um, and if you are, I think I do need to say this. If you're staying at treehouse, which I've done, Mike's done. Joe, have you stayed in treehouse? No, no, I have not. Okay. Only do it if you have a car on property, okay? Please, if you're listening to me right now, and I think Mike will attest to this, mm-hmm. if you are listening to me and you want to stay in a treehouse and you are flying down without a car, please, please don't do it. You are going, it's going to be really rough on you. Do you agree, Mike? Oh, absolutely. You can't do that without a car. That That's definitely a car. Either that or until they come up with some other solution for transportation because that's just, it, it'll ruin a lot of your vacation and take up a lot of your time to get around if you don't have a car. 
Yeah, it's it's rough. So anyway, but they're very nice. They're very fun. We had a blast. I was there. Uh, uh, the Reagans and and uh, Dan Rossi and Cheryl and there was a bunch of us, man, all hung out. So it was a, a really good time. Um, we are moving on to number seven. Like I said, Mike might get a little upset with this. It's his favorite resort on Disney property. That is Animal Kingdom Lodge. You know, Mike, we'll, take it away. When we did this list, we talked about what you know. Uh, ambiance, transportation, restaurant, and I don't understand how you guys can possibly not put this in the top five at least. Uh, the only thing that I'll say that this lacks, and I'm giving it and I'm knocking it, is the transportation because you only have the bus service and you're kind of far from the other parks. If you want to go to Animal Kingdom and spend the day in Pandora, then you're in the perfect place to be. This is what an amazing resort is. I've said it before. This is more than just a resort. This is a place where it's an actual vacation. You could spend an entire week at this place and learn about the culture the animals, the, the different customs, the the amazing um, the the food they have there, uh, you know, Boma, San. It's it's an amazing place. The pools, Kadani, Jambo House. I can't see how this isn't in the top five. I had it as my number two because uh, you know how much I love this resort. But uh, you know, I guess majority rules sometimes, and you know, at least I'm ahead of Joe in Saratoga. So, <laughs> well, the hard part too, man, with this resort is one, you kind of nailed it. It's only bus, and the buses to the other three are – That's a. it's a journey. Like, it's a journey, especially at the end of the day. That can be a long, long, long bus ride, especially when they used to yeah, pack the buses. Nothing worse than that bus ride back at the end of the night when the lights are off and you pull up into the resort and they just flip those lights on, especially <laughs> that ride because most of you are pretty much asleep by then, and you're just like, oh, the lights come on, and just it's terrible. It's like a real kick in the teeth. Only thing I can think of is like if when I go out to like in the middle of the night to let the dog in, I flick the lights on outside and the <laughs> bugs must be like, ah, you know, that's pretty much how I feel. They could give a warning, you know, we're going to turn the lights on. Or a three, little dimmer, you know, bring two, it up gradually. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my God. What's can I get some here? accent lighting, like a little blue yeah. light on the inside, something like that? Um, I, I, I love this resort. Other than Saratoga, this would probably be second for the resort I've stayed at most on property. Uh, because, like you said, it's typically available. I can typically get it. The problem's this. I don't love the food there. Like, I, I think you have to have a specific palate to enjoy the food at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Katie will not eat at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Riley will eat a few things, you know, but it's just not it's not there. It does have one of the coolest experiences ever with having animals, you know, out and about that you can see. I just and like I said, look, the other problem is this. There's amazing Disney resorts. It's gotta fall somewhere. You know what I mean? I think if this is located centrally, you know, with a 10-minute bus ride to every park, this would be the number one resort on property for me. That bus ride and the transportation option is really rough. Really rough. Joe, you agree? No, it's it's pretty bad. I mean, you talk about food-wise. The food is, is pretty incredible there, but it's one of those things where I don't think I could eat if eat there every night or eat there a bunch of nights in a row. It's like, it's not like a one and done kind of thing or a Boma one and done kind of deal. So, um, and as for the Savannah, like I documented this on split stays. Like I like the Savannah, me and Jen enjoy it for about a day. And then for us after a while, it's just kind of like, okay, like the animals are there. It's cool. Like, so it's really not our cup of tea, but I know a lot of families love it. So it's, it's, but yeah, I agree that bus ride though, man, it's bad. And I will say this as well. If you're staying at Kidani, Man, that parking garage stinks underneath the uh, 
underneath the building. Like you try to go in there, you think you're gonna get a spot. They ended up parking way out, like in a different lot and <laughs> like, stuff. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a tease as well. So it's that's kind of frustrating as well. And I always get lost. I get lost in those hotels. So they all all the hallways look the same. So that's a little frustrating as well. The pool is great though. Um, the theming is good, but yeah, it's got it's a little bit of de- you know, like I said, it's got to go somewhere, right? So this is where. This is where it falls. So but, two uh, two things. One, they're like you're parking in Pumbaa and you're passing. Oh, there's Pumbaa. Oh, there's nothing there. Okay, Timon. Oh, Rafiki. Oh, okay. There's nothing. You're coming back out and you're like, maybe I'll get some on the way out. Ah, oh, Rafiki, Timon, Pumbaa, and all of a sudden you're just outside, like out, you know, out there. That's happened multiple times. And then you're walking down the longest hallways to ever exist. Number two, if you ever want to go uh, in the springtime, they do the National um, Love Bug Convention there at the pool at Kidani. Uh, I've never seen more love bugs in one place than my entire life. They have got to do something about that. Uh, thousands, thousands, and thousands of love bugs. So, anyway, if you love love bugs, this is your resort. Uh, let's move on. Number six, we're going a little long. Uh, look, for me, when I'm planning a Disney vacation, this is the resort we try to stay at because it fits all of our needs with being able to uh, walk to two different parks, having uh, a great pool, having great dining options, entertainment, and that for me is Disney's boardwalk. Uh, Mike, do you like where it sits at number six? I do, but that's like my my nemesis. That that every time I book that, my trip gets canceled. Oh, I've no. had I've had that <laughs> resort booked. Without exaggeration, probably three or four times, and it never fails. It always winds up something happening. Either the girls' cheerleading thing gets canceled or COVID or something. But, yeah, I've, I think I've had that booked three times to stay, and all three times I've had to reschedule it. So, you know what? I'm never going to stay there because I don't want to miss another Disney trip. You can just come stay with me sometime. Perfect. Joe, you stayed at Boardwalk? I have. It was my first very DVC, DVC stay as an owner, if I could say that properly. I mean, how can I not love this resort? It's based after the Atlantic City and the Jersey Shore. So as a Jersey guy, it uh, tugs near and dear to my heart. Uh, I think it's got it, – it gets overlooked by uh, Beach Club a ton. Uh, I personally think, and I hope Disney's not, Disney's not listening to this, but the points for DVC are way undervalued on this resort. Yes. I mean, you could get like a 10-point room here on like off-season. Like that's ridiculous where you could essentially throw a stone to France uh, in Epcot in the International Gateway. Um, the location's fantastic. Uh, the parking is not so great if you have a car. It's a little pain in the butt to get to your car. So compared to like an old Key West or Saratoga. But I mean, being around the lake right there, being able to walk to the studios as well, Skyliner access. I mean, it's got a lot going on right there. And being in that lake area, it's it's uh, it's definitely a, it's a fun atmosphere at night, as night, at night as well. So it's definitely an underrated resort. Yes, 100%. I love the boardwalk. Uh, going, we're top five. We've now finally into our top five. Look, once we get here, I really think you can mix and match a lot of these uh, wherever they're at. But at number five, coming in, the beautiful, the majestic Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Joe? So I think this is the most beautiful resort on property. I agree, 100%. The lobby is, and, and I know Animal Kingdom is a very close second, and I think I think Joe already, did he design Wilderness Lodge as well, or no? He did, yes. Yeah. So obviously it's from the same, the same brain. So, I mean, uh, Wilderness Lodge is absolutely amazing. It is so quiet and so ambiance. The ambiance there is absolutely amazing. Geyser Point is is awesome. Uh, it's it's just it just I I takes my breath away. I can't even talk. It's that I've stayed there. I had some great trips uh, with my I stayed with my, my my family, and I just absolutely love it. I just think it's it's a, it's a very special place to me. I just I absolutely love it. And actually, when they were announced reflections, I actually was a little upset because I didn't want 
them building too much too close to this resort. I didn't want to ruin that that feeling it, that it has. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that it doesn't lose that quiet, serene feeling. It's just, it's absolutely an amazing resort. Love it. Wilderness Lodge at Christmas, you, you have to stop in the lobby. It's one of the best. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, like you said, Geyser Point, is it the best lounge on property? Mm-hmm. It's up there. Yep. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, if you get a nice little seat outside, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's so chill. You've got the lake right there, Bay Lake. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's, there should be more of that. I mean, they have the, they have the room to do this at other resorts. They got smart at Coronado and put, and put in the lounge out there, you know, on, on the water. Like they have Geyser Point. It's, it's beautiful. You get a nice Florida evening. The food is actually pretty good. Uh, and have some nice drinks. I mean, we did our DDP meetup there. We took like 70 people over to that spot. Yep. And and had an absolute blast. Kids ran around. We had drinks. Um, we watched fireworks from back there. Um, I, I just I, I absolutely I love this resort. I've stayed here multiple times. The pool, we gotta talk about the pool. Pool's beautiful. Both pools are fantastic, but the one with the waterfall coming into it, fantastic. Uh it also has a spa. It's not open right now, but it has spa there, so you can enjoy that. So really, really good. And two of the best dining options inside of any Disney resort. Both are fantastic. Artist Point, since they redid the menu, for me was me and Jay went to Artist Point, and for that was unbelievable. I mean, it was the 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 quality of the food was fantastic. You got to meet characters. It was just absolutely great. So I love it. I, I think I think it's fantastic. Number four, guys, uh, going back over uh, close to Epcot, and we are going to the big brother of the group, Beach Club. I like it. The theming's good. Uh, I wouldn't have had it so high on the list, but you said once you get around this mark, you can kind of mix and match. But uh, it's definitely good. I think when I stayed there, I had one of those particular rooms that it was walk down the hallway and walk and walk and walk, oh, similar yeah. to how it is in Animal Kingdom. So um, I've, I've never been blessed with being so close to the, the you know, to the uh, lobby. But uh, it's definitely a good resort. And we've talked about the pool, but also one of my favorite things there, which I think kind of makes it high up in the list, is Beaches and Cream. And uh, I had a great time doing the kitchen sink there with the girls, and it was one of our fondest memories on a Disney vacation. Joe? Yeah, so um, I would I would tend to agree with Mike. Um, I wouldn't have had this as high. I think it's a teeny bit overrated on our list, but the location is amazing. It, it is home to the closest room to a theme park. Uh, Walt Disney World property. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does have beaches and cream. Mike, I did have two giant scoops of uh, butter pecan last night as we walked back to the Swan and Dolphin to get our car. And just to let our DDP family know, if you decide to take your ice cream and walk with it, one scoop is plenty because two, they gave me a giant bowl. And I was like, are you serious? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, one scoop is plenty. Trust me, if you're just doing uh, plain ice cream. Uh, but yeah, it's the location's amazing. Um, it's got a great smell inside the lobby. Uh, the theming is great. Um, you know, it's got the, the beach vibe right there. Unlike the yacht club where it's just kind of like, you know, it's just a, a essentially a boardwalk right there. If you want to sit out on the lake right there and, you know, watch the boats coming in and out, dropping off people, you do have like the chairs out there. So it does have a nice vibe to it. Uh, but beaches are creep. I love it. I, even with the remodel, it's still amazing. Um, the food is good. I love a good grilled cheese from there. And, uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with a no way Jose. So yeah, beach club is definitely high on the list. One, um, I'm a little sad that you guys would rub this in my face of Mr. Lactose Intolerant mm-hmm. here. That you know Sorry about you guys that, talk man. about how great this is, but that's okay. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, six words, okay? Um, World Showcase, pool, 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 pool. That's all you need. The pool here is absolutely incredible. Like watching the kids play Lazy River. Where else are you getting it? 
You're not. Uh, like when you get a little older kids, we talked about this when we when we ranked our pools. It was a little lower on the pool list just because Mike and I, when we did the list, we had younger kids that we were basing it on, and you have to leave property to go to the slide. Now that I have an older kid, she can run wherever she wants to. So I can sit there and enjoy a beverage, uh, do all that. Plus, I can walk over the boardwalk and grab some lunch. I can go to the pizza over there, grab a whole pizza, bring it back, sit by the pool. Location, location, location. Theming's fantastic. Um, like I said, dining options there is is unique. You can't get anything like uh, Beaches and Cream anywhere else on property. So really, really good stuff with uh, with Beach Club there. All right, top three, guys. Top three. Like I said, mix and match. If you're not paying attention, we have one loop to make here, and that is the monorail loop. Uh, and I think that's one big reason why they're here. But we're going to put them in this order. Coming in at number three, Mike. The Polynesian. Amazing theming. You walk around the pool, the area, the, the torches going off. Uh, Justin, you and I. And, uh, Joe, you were in Hawaii, right? We've all done a lot. Yep. Uh, what a great representation of Hawaii, the culture, the the overall decorations, the and the, how they can mix it in with the Disney feel. You know, the Lilo and Stitch. Uh, very, very cool. Love the resort. Fantastic restaurants. Great transportation. Great pools. Views of Magic Kingdom. You pretty much got it all in one basket. Yeah, I, I can't I can't say it better than that. I mean, like the food is fantastic there. Uh, it's a little busy that sometimes, you know, with the, with Ohana being there. That's the one thing I think is a big uh, negative about it. It's like you don't get that kind of relaxing lobby experience. But, you know, the, the rooms are amazing. The, there's no better place to walk around night with the torches being lit. The, the, the show is amazing at six o'clock, usually around six o'clock at night when they when they light the torches. Um it's just a fun experience. The one thing I want to add, Justin, is that we were talking about the ter- the, uh, uh, the the lounges over at uh, Wilderness Lodge. Is that you know, Luau Cove is still closed, and I really hope that Disney does something with that space because if they don't like bring back the Luau show, it'd be amazing to do some kind of like waterfront like lounge out there. I mean, I know they have Trader mm-hmm. Sam's. I know we got Trader Sam's in the Polynesia. It's super small, but they have that great vast space that they don't use over there. And everybody loves a good tiki bar in Florida. Everybody loves that, and I think it would be a great way if they did something with Lou Alcove and maybe make it into some sort of like waterfront, like Tiki bar. I think that would be absolutely amazing. There's so much potential for this resort. They've done so much squeezing into such a small space. And um, yeah, I just, and it it also has one of the best hotel resort logos and Maui, the the Tiki God of the sun. I mean, he's, he's everywhere. So you put him on any kind of merchandise, I'm buying it. So yeah, their Disney merch is great there too. Hawaiian shirts, stuff like that. Uh, And also look, you have boat ride to the Magic Kingdom. You have a monorail to the Magic Kingdom. You can walk to TTC and catch the monorail to Epcot. You don't even have to worry about you know taking the full loop and, and getting over there and switching off. It's it's an easy walk. Um, I absolutely love it. And any nowadays, if you want to look, I mean, a great running path, Joe, from Polly all the way to the bridge. You know, getting close to Magic Kingdom, turn around, come back. You're going through Grand Flow. You're doing all that stuff. So Polynesian for me. It was one of those resorts growing up I've talked about that I saw, never thought I would stay there. And when I finally did, I kind of checked that Disney bucket list thing, and I went, wow, it's incredible. And we've stayed there many, many times after. Uh, Guys, number two, this is the resort I never thought I would stay at. It is one of my home DVC resorts, one of the ones I own at. And uh, I do love this. I don't stay here very often, but when I do, it reminds me of why I love it so much. The opulence, the beauty, the history. It's the Grand Floridian, and for me, it is definitely deserves to be at number two on our list. Mike, you agree? Yeah, I agree. I think it's got the right spot in number two. I, I had a number one. I still think it's the granddaddy of the ball. I think the dining options are absolutely amazing. That's something that's very important to Jen and I. Uh, Justin, correct me if I'm wrong. It's the only 
five stars, a five star Michelin restaurant, five diamond, five, five diamond. diamond thank you. With yeah. the Victorian Alberts, uh, Citrico is absolutely amazing. Narcoosies. Uh, it's just, it's very beautiful inside. I like elegance. I like classy like that. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the other resorts, but uh, I've had a lot of great family vacations there. And I think with the addition of the walking path uh, to the Magic Kingdom, I think that's, that is a bonus as well. That's a very nice walk. You got monorail service. You got boat services. Like, as you said, you could walk to the Polynesian. You could hang out and take a road set with you and check out that resort as well. So a lot going on. And it's close to the golf courses as well, which is, is near dear to my heart as well. So uh, Grand Florida had a number one, but number two is a very respectable second. Well, you talked a little bit about the dining. Excuse me. Uh, the Citricos, Narcuzzi's. I mean, are we are we throwing in Victorian Alberts? I mean, look, that's Grand, a that's Grand Flow Cafe too. Grand Flow Cafe. Grand Flow Cafe is good. Yeah, but I mean, like, look, Narcuzzi's is fantastic. Citricos really good. I mean, like, this is when you want to go somewhere and have a intimate. Look, I t- but here's the thing. It doesn't have to just be adults. Like, I think a lot of people, when they go on Disney vacations, they think, oh, we're going with the kids. We can't go experience some of these nicer nicer restaurants. You can. We take Riley. We've taken her since she was little. Go make that reservation. Go to Narcuzzi's. Go enjoy it. You know, like, you, go experience that stuff. Um, it really is fantastic with the Grand Floridian. And when you walk in and you smell it and you see the lobby – you know, I, I don't think it ranks up with the Wilderness Lodge lobby or Animal Kingdom lobby, but it may be third. I mean, it's it's just it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. So I think it's great. Guys, we have one left. Uh one resort. People, you can guess what it is. It's the original, it's the OG. Uh it's been there since the beginning. Uh I just stayed there last week and I absolutely love this resort. It's a unique experience. To be sitting there and to see a monorail pass through a resort, guys, it is the contemporary. Joe, why does it come number one on the list? Well, number one is its location to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I just think it's it's the closest. Uh, the views from Bay Lake Tower as well as the top of California Girl are absolutely amazing. Uh, it is the OG. There's so much history about this resort. It's gone through so many renovations. So much has happened at this resort. I think a lot of families have had many great experiences staying at this property. Um You've got many transportation options between the boats to uh, Magic Kingdom and to Fort Wilderness, as well as your bus service, your monorail service, um, restaurants there. I mean, it's home to the look uh, food excluded, right? The top character meal and Chef Mickey's right on the Grand yeah. Canyon Concourse. Uh, Steakhouse 71 is a near impossible reservation to get. They, Amazing. They took the old, uh, you know, Fiesta Fun Center slash, you know. Uh, the wave and turned it into uh, Steakhouse 71, which is absolutely amazing. California Grill is one of the top signature restaurants on property. Um, you know, Contemporary Cafe is okay, right? But uh, it's just, it's just, it's the OG. It's got a lot going on for it. Um, it's one of the most, I would say, unique buildings on property. If you show anybody a picture of that tower, they know, they know exactly what that is. And even from Grandestino Tower, you don't get those kind of views sitting on your balcony overlooking Magic Kingdom. It just it doesn't happen. You don't even get that from the Grand Floridian or the Polynesian. Like it's very, it's a very unique resort, and uh, and it has that smell too. It's got that contemporary smell, which yep. is uh, it's you know it's it tugs at my heartstrings as well. So that's why it's number one. And I will say this: 
I've stayed a lot. I've never stayed in the tower. I've only stayed in the garden wings growing up as the North garden wing and the South garden wing. Now the only South is there. And I still love the garden wings in the South. The room sizes are pretty big. Um, very convenient parking lots. If you were to drive, you could park around back and you get a great view of the electrical water pageant as well. So there's a lot, this resort's got a lot going on for it. I could talk a lot about it and I can't wait to talk about it on a future episode of split stays coming up. So, well, I'll tell you what, um, for me, I just stayed there. I was just there. A five-minute walk to the Magic Kingdom using my Genie Plus. I was in the Magic Kingdom for two hours, rode six attractions, walked back. Katie and Riley did an incredible, you know, painting class while I, you know, relaxed by the pool. The proximity is just, it, it doesn't get better than that to have a proximity to the Magic Kingdom if that's your key part. And you also nailed it. Guys, Steakhouse 71 for me, it's way up there. You get a quality meal. I was talking to Dave about this. The prices are much lower than most signature restaurants because there's already a signature restaurant there. So whenever you go, you can get a nice steak for 35 bucks. You know, when you're paying 55, 60 at California Grill. Uh, it, it really is a fantastic addition. I know a lot of people love the wave. I'd never eaten there, but I love Steakhouse 71. You know what I love the throwback to with Steakhouse 71 is when you're in Disneyland, you stay at Disneyland Hotel. And you go to the steakhouse there. Uh, it's a throwback to Walt creating Walt uh, uh, Disneyland. And it's pictures of him walking the property and, and doing all that kind of stuff. This is a throwback to Roy creating Walt Disney World. It's pictures of Roy walking the property. It's pictures of construction. It really is great. Also, let me give everybody a tidbit. If you do not have a reservation and you are on an adult trip, this may have one of the best bars on property to go watch a sporting event at. I know that sounds weird, but it has a massive, massive bar behind the greeter station there that has tons of TVs up above it. So people always ask, where's a good spot to go watch a sporting event? This is a hidden gem, guys. Absolutely a hidden gem. Hmm. Uh, Mike, the contemporary, where does it fall? Why is it number one? Uh, when you start looking at Disney resorts and Disney uh, vacations and stuff you want to get, this checks a lot of boxes. You know, we've talked about uh, transportation, ambiance, views, uh, the availability to get some unique experiences, and this pretty much checks it all. Uh, I was a little on the fence about staying there. One of my absolute best trips, obviously, was the Disney Dad trip, and we got mm -hmm. to stay there, and I've fallen in love with that, and we've strive to go back to that resort because we had such a great time there. Uh, like I said, between restaurants, transportation, the overall view, uh, it, it checks every box you could possibly want on a Disney vacation. There, there really isn't anything there that uh, that leaves the left to be desired. I, I think it's an, an amazing place. If you have the, if you can, and you have the opportunity to stay there, make sure it's part of one of your Disney vacations, an upcoming trip, because it's it's really, really good. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about these resorts. They felt, you know, some of these things, obviously, it's a little bit of our personal opinions. They could be moved around. I'm sure we'll get a lot of people in the Facebook group that want to change them, and you know, uh, up and down the list. Uh, but there is one thing, you know, whether you're staying at All-Star Sports or whether you're staying at Bay Lake Tower uh, or you're staying in the Contemporary, I think one of the most important things to do is take a selfie because when you're in these great resorts, you take that picture and I think you should post them on our Facebook group. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. All right, Joe, what's your Pick of the Week? So my Pick of the Week, it's actually multiple picks. Uh, Halloween just passed, and I put out a little bit of an all-call to our DDP family. And so my Picks of the Week are to 
everybody who posted on my post I put out in our Facebook group, uh, there was 52 total comments. So uh, it was everybody trick-or-treating with their children on uh, on Halloween. And there was so many great costumes, a lot of them Disney-themed. Everybody from Brittany Dukes to Anker Argawal to uh, Lori templeton Euler, uh, Irene Smith. Uh, I'm just trying to name a few. Greg Woods, uh, Jamie Lynn. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many uh, Jenna Ramey. There's so many on here I can name. So if you were in that Facebook thread, thank you very much. I had a blast. I was showing it to my wife. Um, it was really sad because I only had one trick or treat of that night. It oh, was, dude, that's depressing. It was depressing. I had all this candy, and I want. And the the little girl came. I think she was with her grandmother. She dressed up as Anna. So I said, I just put a whole bunch of candy in her bucket. So <laughs> seeing all of our DDP family and them trick or treating with their kids and the costumes, it was just really cool. That's what I find great. Uh, I enjoy most about trick or treating. So uh, shout out to everybody who posted on my thread there. You guys came through clutch. I really enjoyed seeing everybody, everybody, and their, all their dressing up with their the kids. And I hope uh, everybody else enjoyed it as well. So that's my pick of the week. Very cool. Good pick. Justin, what do you got for me? Before I go, that's super depressing. I'll come trick-or-treat at your house next year because that's <laughs> Thanks, very, bro. very safe. Well, now you, you bu- see what he's dressed up as. You probably yeah, exactly. better <laughs> Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that one. Uh, the um, Man, I'm, I'm throwing off now. Uh, <laughs> guys, you've been to my neighborhood. My neighborhood throws down for Halloween. Uh, everyone kind of from around the community comes because I live in one of the biggest neighborhoods in Charleston. So we had thousands of kids. Oh my gosh, it was insane. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah, brag about it. It's like, <laughs> Most of them stayed away from me, so it wasn't that bad. Um, here we go. My pick of the week is going to uh, Courtney Billadu. She's down in the parks. Uh, local down there, but she was in the parks just today. And she said we had the best, most relaxing day at Magic Kingdom. Didn't ride one thing. I know that sounds blasphemous to some, but this is one of my favorite things to do. Didn't ride one thing. Just walked around enjoying the 50th and Christmas decorations. Sometimes being a local allows you to slow down and take it all in. I think I don't think just being a local it, it should be the only people that slow down, guys. I, I really do think that when you're on vacation, taking a couple hours to just take it all in to where you're not rushing to ride, rushing to do this, and, and I, I really do think... Uh, it is a key component to having an amazing Disney experience because there's story everywhere. Everywhere you look, there is story. And you can find story wherever you want to within the Disney parks or the Disney resorts if you'll take the time to do it. And so I really do uh, encourage each and every one of you, take some time with the family, create those memories together, find the story that Disney has in, has, has included within the Disney parks that aren't on these attractions. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. I do it every vacation. I always uh, take some time just to slow down, take it all in and enjoy the moment. So please, please, please do that. And Courtney, great job reminding the DDP family to do it too. Mike, how about you, buddy? Very cool. My picture is going to go to an amazing Donald Duck. What a great costume. And Robert Parker, you have my pick of the week. What a cute, adorable picture. Posted a little bit late, but that's fine. It's a great picture. And Robert, you have my pick of the week. Dude, I love it. That was my other one. I want, I was going to give a, a shout out to that because, man, that's, that is quite the outfit. Can we get that for you to wear next year, Mike? Uh, I have that outfit already. I figured you did. I figured you did. Well, guys, I tell you what, it's always fun talking about Disney resorts. Joe, I knew when we threw this topic out there, you would be excited. Uh, And look, if you are wanting to book a Disney vacation, get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel, show at awaywithmetravel.com. Of course, if you like what we're doing with this podcast and with this Disney community, go right now, give us a virtual hug, slap us five stars. It helps us grow the show. It helps us reach more and more people. If you haven't joined that Facebook community, scroll down right now, click the link, and uh, become a part of that Disney Dads Facebook family. It's where we get all of our pictures, our stories, and we get to know you a little better. And, of course, we're about to head over to Patreon. If you want to be a part of a patron, there are five different tiers you can choose from. 
They're absolutely fantastic. You can find the one that fits perfect for you. You not only support the show and show us love, you make it to where we don't have uh, have to uh, constantly be selling things to pay for this. Uh, it's all because of you guys. You also get extra content. You get the extra show. Depending on which tier you choose, you get the video element of the show to where you get to see the video. Uh, we also do live events. We do all kinds of fun stuff. So really, really, really uh, appreciate all of our patrons. If you want to do that, scroll down, click that link, become a patron member of that family now. Uh, guys, I've had an absolute blast. I'm really, really looking forward to Patreon. We are going to do another episode of our DVP ramblings where each of us are bringing two topics to the show, uh, one Disney, one non-Disney, and we are going to discuss them a little bit. Always ends up being fun, funny, and uh, makes me laugh because they're always off topic and a little weird. Uh, so we're going to head over there. But until we do then, guys, closing words. Joe. So, yeah, first of all, Christmas came early. Thank you for uh, selecting this topic. Uh, you know, the Disney resorts are near and dear to my heart. I absolutely love it. It's my favorite thing about Walt Disney World and even Disneyland. I just love the resorts. Uh, speaking of Patreon, you know, and resorts, uh, this week we're going to be recording an, our next episode of Splits Days, and we're going to be having a special guest on our show, which is a Patreon member. So uh, if you're not a Patreon member, you could be selected to be on one of our future Splits Days shows. So we're looking forward to that. And just to give you guys a little hint, it's a uh, Disney resort that we did not discuss tonight. So, uh We'll be looking forward to recording that this week and uh, getting it out to you guys uh, in the near future. Mike, uh, always, guys, great seeing you. I had a great time talking about it tonight. I can see, I can, I can hear Joe's face just smiling when we put the post in the group that we're going to be doing the resorts tonight. Uh, I love talking resorts; brings back a lot of fond family memories, and I had a blast talking about it. And I hope our Disney family had just as much fun, and they established their own list, and they all agree with me that Animal Kingdom should have been higher. But other than that, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> till next week. We want to hear your comments on how we how we mess this up. This has been over a year in the making that we've been wanting to do the show, but it is quite the task to take on. I challenge you to sit down with your families over dinner this week and uh, come up with your own list of the 21 resorts. Put them in order. Post that picture on the group. I want to see your order and maybe hear a little bit about why you ranked them there. Uh, guys, absolutely blessed. I love seeing you all. Miss Dave tonight. Dave is working in the parks uh, as we speak. Uh, and Disney Dad's family, I hope, I hope you had an incredible week. I hope you had an incredible... Uh, uh, October and our leading into the holidays, you're going to have an, an amazing, amazing time with your family, your loved ones. Make someone smile. Smile yourself. Be happy. Spread some cheer. And until next time, we love you. We'll see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. See you guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the and that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.